there's also a situation where there where there's actually a white person that's actually leading the entire uh, black community at some point. And they didn't realize oh, she that, was yeah, white. Yeah, 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 I remember her, the ultimate cosplayer, because she was like, no, I am African-American. I'm like, guard, no. No, like, I swear, when she kept saying she's black, I'm like, bitch, you're not black. Dude, you're white. she changed her skin color next level. She completely Guard. That's crazy. Like, wow. What's up, everyone? Reckless Fox here, and welcome to episode 70. Yes, 7-0. We're 30 episodes away from syndication. And as always, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Scrub Club Gaming Podcast, where we hear the average shows tell you everything that's going on in the video game industry for the most part, and sometimes comic book industry and the movie industry, if it's a slow day, just geek culture just in general. Rock with me tonight is my partner in crime. He is the, the magnificent... And no copy, please no copyright, because we're going to just put the other word, X-Force Gamer 88. X-Force, take it away. How's it going, everyone? This is X-Force Gamer 88, coming to you live. And my opening comment is, I want to wish everyone a very happy Easter, happy Resurrection Day for the religious people, all persons of the Most High. And I am purposely not watching Game of Thrones right now, because... My brother and his wife decided to commandeer the HBO Go account, so I can't watch it. So I'm a, so please do not spoil Game of Thrones, or I, someone will get punched in the throat. I'm just saying right now. But with all that being said, uh, yeah, let's get started. Uh, before we do, as always, we gotta do some housekeeping. And for those y'all who are unaware, we do our podcast live on Twitch. So if you have yet, be sure to follow us here on Twitch.tv slash RecklessFox. For all episodes of the Scruggle Game Podcast, Scruggle Center presents Scruggle Club Retrospective Reviews, which we're going to be doing soon live, and Scrub Lounge, which will be coming back this week with myself and Karma. Um, and as always, you can be find me here to show um, for all my Let's Plays and stuff like that. Um, I'm in the middle of doing, I'm trying to finish up my Metal Gear Solid um, chronological order run through we've already gotten through phantom pain we're now through the og metal gear and we're doing being we're going to be doing metal gear 2 solid snake at some point and yeah chat we love you we like we like when you guys are here we like when you guys want to keep us motivated let us know what's going on let us know how excited you are about moral Combat 11 because the game comes out this friday right it's on the 20th again comes out on the 28th right Correctly. The 28th, right? It, no, the 23rd. It comes out in a few oh. days. It comes out in like two days. Oh, so, shit. So yeah. you're going to get the Shao Kahn bullshit? No. I'm not, nigga, I'm going I'm to get my. I'm going to get paid next week. The hell? Then I'll buy the game. I still haven't bought Re- Resident Evil 2 yet. And which is going to be. I'm, it's going to be really coincide when I start doing my new uh, series on YouTube. Being said. Now, for those of y'all who are unaware, for the uninitiated, yes, you can talk to us in the chat. Let us know how you feel. But unfortunately, we know there are some people who are very shy. And we understand. We really do. You feel. You want. You think that I'm going to roast you. I'm not going to. Because we've always said there's no such thing as a stupid question unless you ask it or you respond with a really dumb answer. So be sure to talk to us. But until then, you can then now forever email us at scrubclubgamingbookings at gmail.com. That's scrubclubgamingbookings at gmail.com. Bring questions, comments, concerns, advice, and business acquires. So we're doing business with you, many folks out there. If you've got a video game or a movie you want us to watch or play, hit us up. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Type in Scruggle Gaming. Bam! Scruggle Gaming is all up in your home. We understand we have not been on our Facebook page for the longest. 
we apologize. We're trying to get back on there. It's either that or we're just going to uh, completely ditch Facebook and start putting their stuff on Instagram. Because everyone puts their stuff on Instagram at this point. Facebook is pretty much dying, concaving on its own feces, but that's a different story from another time. You can also find us on That's YouTube. a mimicry. No, that's, that's you can also find us on our right YouTube page, Scrub Club Gaming, where we put up all recent video we put up video versions of the Scrub Club Gaming podcast. And you can find us on our homepage, soundcloud.com slash Scrub Club Gaming. That's soundcloud.com slash Scrub Club Gaming. For all archived episodes of the Scrub Club Gaming podcast, Scrub Club Center presents Scrub Lab and Scrub Club Retrospective reviews of myself and Boken Cabado. And you want to get a hold of us, you want to start critique time. Find your boy! Reckless Fox on Twitter and Instagram at the Reckless underscore Fox. Find on my YouTube page with Reckless underscore Fox. And find all my latest gaming content on Twitch.tv slash Reckless underscore Fox. Not holding down the Southtown Region of Peace House. Flexing. I'm going to stick it to my homie X-Force. X-Force, where can they find you? You can find me at Twitch.tv slash X-Force Giver 88. Anyways, uh, shout out to Relic Hunter for being on a chat. Love Relic. And if y'all haven't yet, be sure to follow Relic Hunter GM on his Twitch page, twitch.tv slash Relic Hunter GM. Him and our homie Ducky do a um, D&D session called Relic Hunters, which is a inspired Power Ranger RPG game. I have seen it. It is amazing. It's great. Be sure to check those guys out. And with all that being said, let's get started. Now, we always do this. X-Force, how is your week thus well, it's now Sunday. It's Easter. So, how was yeah. your, your previous week? It was alright. That's it. Nothing, nothing, no, nothing eventful. This honestly. nigga. Alright, like, shut the hell up. Alright. <laughs> let me tell y'all something. Myself. Okay. X Force. If we're going to talk about, if you're going to talk about the convention, then we're going to talk about that together. Alright. Alright. Okay, the then I'll, then yeah. I'll, take, I'll take the turn then. So let me put it like this, guys. This week's been fun. I've enjoyed myself and everything like that. And yesterday, if you're if you're listening to us on a Sunday, yesterday, which was Saturday, 420. Happy 420 to some of y'all who do it. Um, myself, X-Force, Jen, and Boken Kabado. The we four all of us up. met at Anime Pasadena, which was pretty fun, I will say. Yeah. I mean, I don't go to a lot of anime conventions. I, I go to, I've gone to AX. It was alright. It was okay. It was all. It was high. I mean, I went up there to interview a couple of people, and that was pretty much it. I think the best part was just after we left, because uh, we went to Islands. Uh, our home. Oh, yeah, we we went to Islands for that one. Which is one of the more, oh, which I will say, and y'all, and we, we can listen to the Scrub Lounge if I have to explain the story. It was kind of awkward, and I'll leave it at that. But, oh God! But I will say this: I, I feel, will, I feel for you for that one. I, I, I th- thank you. I, I saw that one. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Let's, let's just say, me personally, it was awkward as hell, and I'll leave it at that. But, um, and um, right afterwards, we hung, we hung out with uh. A fellow Twitcher, a Twitch streamer, a Carlito NSP, shouts to Carlito NSP, as well as Karma. We all met up at uh, our homie Deckard's place, and we did a whole game day session. Very fun. We, it was very eventful. Uh, I was a bit buzzed, rightfully so, though. And then I got home. I was going to stream Overwatch last night. I updated. And you passed out, right? I passed the hell out. I, I was so tired. And I, I went to sleep around 11.30, and I will say this, two nights in a row I've had some of the best sleep. Also, I got my car back today, so I'm very happy about that. And, uh, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Uh, other than that... You know what's really funny, uh, you know what's really funny though? Boken, uh, me and Boken, 
we didn't know we tried to, uh, we didn't know we actually did meet each other previously until we met uh, we met in person okay so i actually that was, you explain, that was really funny. explain a little bit of that uh x-force just, just briefly explain it okay me and Boken, we actually went all the way back in uh, in how should I put it? Community college. Yeah, community college. Thank you. Yeah, because I was tr I was trying to give a very, uh, different, I was trying to different, uh, give a non. Uh, you got you got what I mean though, right? I get what you mean. Yes. For the other yeah, shit, Boken, Kamado, and X Force have known each other for the longest, and, and they did not know, and neither one of them knew who the other person was until. They met in person yesterday, and I swear, and I see me and Jen saw this firsthand. It looked like when two best, when two friends. It looked like some straight out of Shawshank Redemption when Andy Dufresne and uh home and Morgan Freeman's character hooked back up together after uh Andy escaped from Shawshank, and so it looked like that. It, it was honestly funny and it was adorable at the same time. Like the, the ultimate, I saw one of the ultimate bromances happened right in front of me it was awesome yeah we actually had the same class together in chemistry surprisingly it was like six years ago and we pretty he pretty much uh, got kept he, we pretty much both watch uh, sentai, uh the sentai series you watch in the class. Sen super sentai y'all watch common yeah. rider yeah all the fun all the fun stuff all the fun superhero stuff and and pretty much, we pretty much got through the entire class because the class itself was pretty boring, actually. I've been told that. So, I've been told that a lot. I, I I've been told from people who went to that to the community college you've gone to that it is pretty effing boring. Like I, I'll say this right now. So, I'll say this right uh, now. I'll say this right first, now. Okay. The, uh, when I went to when I went to that community college, you and Boken went to because I actually yeah. had to take a community class for communications because at my university, which I'm graduating from next month. Uh, taking a communications class, a simple general ed communications class will cost you an arm and leg. At my at my university, cost it will cost you a thousand dollars. At the yeah. college, we all, all the three of us went to, it cost me like a hundred and forty. Well, it's, it really depends how many units you take, but let, um, but that sounds about right. If you're just taking that particular class for in a community college, the one we the one I went to at least, mm -hmm. and I'm going to say straight up. Everyone looks dead. They like look lifeless in the community college. They have no soul. They just... <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow, they have no soul. <laughs> they look they just look like they, they given up. They just want to just they just like just waiting for it for the hell their own hell to end or something like that. That's how. That's what they look like in community college. They just look lifeless compared to university, like in Steve's, in um, college university. <laughs> yes, uh, no, it's just a university. Yeah, it's it's just a university. In the university, a lot more life in there. More, more people are more passionate and such. Right, right. I met everyone. I met all the cool people there. Honestly. You met the, the you met people from the Scrub Club podcast that you would be working with for later on. Yeah, pretty much. But the, only people, the only three people you have yet to meet yet are Beijing Zen, Exile Oreo, and Scoop. So those are the only three you have yet to meet. But you've met yeah, and, and, and CC, but CC's in San Diego. So it was really funny. I actually surprised Jen and such. I know. Oh funny. yeah. So so X was creeping up on. Jen. <laughs> 
I'm joking. I'm joking. X Force scared her. Like he actually like surprised her and stuff like that. And she's like, "Oh my god, you're X Force!" And then they hug and all that stuff. Yeah, that was, uh, that was kind of amusing, honestly. But then again, that, that was actually my fault for not showing my picture beforehand because I'm very concerned about security. But now that we met in real life, I, ha I have no problem showing my face to her now. And, and in case you need her to do your taxes, you can just call her up. I already have my own person already, so... Good yeah, you're a good man. Oh, good man. oh well, what can you do? What can you do? So with that said, <laughs> we can move yeah, on. That's what that we can do. Yeah, exactly. We can, we can just move on for that one. So quick news, real quick. But uh, we only have a couple of pieces of quick news. So for you burnout fans, I'm, I know X X Wait, is a burnout. burnout? Wait, yes. what about burnout? Burnout Paradise's servers are shutting down in August. So. Fuck! <laughs> So for anyone who's been playing Burnout Paradise on the 360 or the PS3 for so long, the game's been running for about 11 years, the servers. The servers are going to be officially shutting down August 9th, so get all your gameplay in before uh, those servers shut down. Well, get all your multiplayer base achievements beforehand. Exactly. Um, next, okay, so this is we're now going into some more news because there wasn't a lot of quick news stuff that happened that we actually care about. So, if you guys are comic book fans, if you guys are specifically Marvel comic book fans, there's going to be a brand new event going on. Uh, it's going to be Wolverine versus uh, Blade. Yes, the half-vampire um, black superhero Blade is going to be fighting Wolverine. Why Blade? Why the hell not? Don't you, don't you question it. Don't you question it. It's I'm awesome. It. That's why. Blade versus Wolverine is going to happen. Oh, Blade versus. Oh, okay. Blade okay. versus. Wolverine. I thought he got. A, I got. A, I thought it was a new solo movie of his. No, 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 no. It's a comic book. It's a comic book. Anyway. Oh. And, oh, and, my bad. And my last. Book. And last but not least, we covered this uh, a month ago. But for those who don't know, Pluto TV was bought out by Viacom. Pluto TV was Nas's old streaming uh, streaming service that was free, where you can watch a lot of like free content, like uh, TV show, old TV shows, even some newer TV shows and movies and stuff like that. I think Nerdist have their own channel on Pluto TV. Well, uh, Viacom has already planned to add 15 channels to Pluto TV with content from Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, BET, MTV, and more. I can actually read some of the stuff that they're going to be at. They're going to try to add to Pluto TV real quick. Let me find it. Um, so yeah, so Comedy Central, BET, um, Nickelodeon, uh, and MTV as well. Um, unfortunately, there's no dates yet, but these are just the few aside oh also bbc as well so bbc news and bbc content as well as vh1 paramount uh Par the paramount network and yeah that's pretty much it we'll try to keep you guys up to date with that i actually might put that more on scrub lounge because uh yeah i think uh karma would like to get we'd probably get a kick out of this and as long as she doesn't pay, pay for cable I i'm pretty sure she'll enjoy this and yeah, that's pretty much it. So let's get started on some gaming news. So the, the one of the biggest thing, one of the biggest things that has come out is Mortal Kombat 11. Mortal Kombat 11 is officially coming out in a couple of days as we are recording this, and the official launch trailer came out. Um, X Force, I showed it to you yesterday. Thoughts? What are your thoughts about Mortal Kombat 11 story? Where and what's your what's your prediction about the game as a whole? Go. Okay, the story. What the shit? <laughs> what the shit? 
and also the voice actor uh, Shang Tsung. Like that, that's kind of funny that they brought in, they brought in his movie actor for, uh, voice uh, actor for this one. It's, it's really amusing, honestly. As Dude, for... I, I'm just bro. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, bro. They got this nigga from Mortal Kombat. They got the nigga from the OG Mortal Kombat movie. This dude continuously keeps making money. I'm just saying. Yep. Yep. But I'm. Anyways, as for the future of Mortal Kombat, if the story go, if the story is really good, which is they're consistent with, by the way, the storyline for Mortal Kombat, they're very good consistently. If this one satisfies the fans a lot, as well as compel the new comers coming in. They, right. they, it's, they're going to keep going for a very long time. Right. Honestly, they're they're in a really good shape at the moment, to be honest. Just hope the gameplay is actually is less on the is more on neutral. I would say. Anyways, um, I would say this when it comes to the story, and I, you and I have talked about this for a while, um. NetherRealm Studios does such a great job when it comes to storytelling in a fighting game. No other, de- no other company, no other development team has done a, a job like NetherRealm has. Because, because you gotta keep in it's, mind, growing yeah, up, no one I cared about that. The, one. No one cared about the fucking, um, sorry, no one cared about the freaking storylines of Mortal Kombat because it was just an arcade. Everyone was just trying to get in, get out, and see some blood. Right. But even then, even then, um, the story for Mortal Kombat is the best in the fighting game genre, by far. And even, even in the context of fighting game, like even outside the context of fighting game, Injustice Two, they actually treated the situation of Harley Quinn's um, uh, mental uh, mental state very good, great, honestly. It's it's very great how they handle it, and not a lot of people can do it. Like relational abuse, at least. Yeah, exactly. And I and like I said, I let me put it like this: I just played Mortal Kombat X for the first story mode wise. I played the game a ton of times uh, with you and with the rest of our homies, but I never ran through the story all the way through. Like I played like Johnny Cage and Kodakon's uh, storyline in that in a chapter, and that was it. But you saw, I streamed Mortal Kombat X all last week. And yeah. I had so much fun. I mean, don't get me wrong, Sonya is a freaking cunt in that damn game, uh, story mode-wise. But overall, it was a great story. And watching this trailer, and then bringing back the old Mortal Kombat theme song. Like, Mortal Kombat! Oh yeah, that I forgot. But they remix it. Why? What? Nigga, did you just say why? Why not? Dude, dude is, have you ever played Laser Tag and had that song bumping in the background? I I, re- I get it. but I get it. But it's like, that, that was surprising, honestly. That they just brought in the very the old uh, Mortal Kombat song right there. Well, That's not, it's not just that. I would say this. The guys who made the song were the same ones who worked on the uh i think they worked on the reptile song like like the old reptile music like from immortal and stuff those are the guys and they just remix it to sound a little bit more orchestral and a little more epic i'll say this one more thing more coming out right. 11 is potentially my game of the year uh fuck kingdom hearts 3 um you have dude you have to play it first before I, I, you can story li- storyline wise 
it might just became my game of the year. I'm pretty sure the game's gonna play flawlessly too. We'll find out. Matter of fact, if I buy the game, I'm gonna have you and Boken come over and we're just gonna be doing a whole bunch of uh, rounds and stuff like that. Dude, I never played a Mortal Kombat game, honestly. Hey, and, and, and hey, it's a first time for everyone, dude. Let's 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 get it popping, all right? Uh, I I grew up with Killer Instinct, surprisingly. We'll get Jango we'll try to get Killer Instinct in here too. So, all right, let's move on. So, uh, former Valve employee Richard um Gilt um man, I'm gonna butcher this dude's name um Gildrick, who worked on Overwatch and he also worked on Anthem and and um some other games and stuff like that pretty much went into defense for Epic Game Store because a lot of people have been crapping all over Epic, oh, the Epic Game Store and the stuff like that. Bullshit. Yeah, the, for Borderlands 3 and stuff. And we shout out to Richard from Review Tech USA. He's the one who actually brought it up. Um, Richard actually went into defense for um, Epic, the Epic Game Store and everyone talking about how there's always sp there's spyware. I'm not gonna go into the, the article itself. I'm actually gonna pull this up from the man's Twitter so um tim sweeney was thought and i'm gonna read some of it i support everyone's right to complain about tech industry stuff epic game store with exclusive games and a spartan feature uh, and a spartan feature set is fine target for ire but please help separate facts and opinions from the lies from spyware and for control this is because of the fact that everyone keeps saying that there's spyware and stuff in the epic game store which i have the epic game store on my computer I don't have any spyware. I can tell you this for first knowledge right now. Uh, but Richard had also said, uh, and this, I'm not, this is where it gets a little funny. Hang in there, Epic. You are doing great for the gaming industry. Uh, I'm not gonna say the per I'm not gonna say the person's name on Twitter because uh, I have respect for that person. But um, I'm going to read some of it real quick. I'm just gonna pull this up real quick. Hold on, give me one second. I, I had it and I just messed up. My bad, my bad, my bad. Congratulations. Right. Shut up. Um, he said, if you'd qualify taking away a weighted game seven years to be pre precise, he's talking about Borderlands 3, and putting it on a platform for six months that is riddled with security issues and potential spyware, uh, spyware, I suppose that's good. Epic Games has a way to go and they'll do well soon, but I, may, I can't support it. It's not potential spyware, that's insane. Anyone with, um, um, Pro, uh, pro comment on some knowledge can see this. I work for Valve and believe me, they, they gather huge amounts of data from virtually everything you do with streams client with stream with the Steam clients. Yet no one calls Steam spyware. If the if it wasn't for Epic, the entire industry would still be crunching away to support Valve's thirty percent um, rev share. Most of these profits went to a tiny handful of people who could care less about the industry or working conditions. Thank you for game, thank the gaming gods for Epic. Um, then they go, then some people were like, did you forget the consoles, which make you uh, make up the majority of game sales. Also take 30% of the shares and use your online free. Um, another guy said the saddest part is the despised Andrew Wilson, who popularized loot boxes, but at least pathetic as Wilson is EA give, gave the illusion of getting something, uh, getting something. All Epic Games is done is take. Uh, cannibalize every game in your roster left save the world for dead now you're killing the PC gaming and this is where Richard clapped back and he said steam was killing PC gaming it was 30% tax on an entire industry it was unsustainable you have no idea how profitable steam was for valve it was a virtual printing press it distorted the entire company epic is fixing this for all gamers so yeah, there's more to it, 
Um, this is based on review text. Uh, no, 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 no. This is this is from Richard Gildrick, the guy who used to work oh, my, my, for my, my, Valve, and yeah. also and worked on by and worked on some of the games from Bioware like Anthem and Overwatch and stuff like that. Yeah. This is coming from the guy who used to work for Valve, close with Valve too. Now, for in terms of getting information from Steam, I could actually verify that one, honestly. Like the Steam gets the gets your data for that one. I could verify that for myself, surprisingly. Right. Because I because I check out my I check out the networking. Steam keeps uh, constantly keeps sending data. So yeah, I can confirm that one. And plus, and, and here's another one. It also what Steam does as well. How should I put it? Let's. For the VAC system, it'll actually check out your, uh, it'll actually go through all your processes and check if you're cheating or not. Very invasive way to uh, uh, t uh, telling if you're cheating or not. Okay. So yeah. So the methods of getting data off of you is very invasive, including your processes as a whole. Plus, uh, and when I did well, a survey at one point, they were like checking out all the programs I I installed. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, they're... <sighs> if you're using Steam, you're not getting privacy. Exactly. Like, I would say like this, it's... I would say this, Steam, from what I've, ha I've had some issues with, is Steam could, because of the games that I look up, or some of the games that I have bought, it starts to... It start, it's like, um... You know how those, there are websites like YouTube and stuff like that, that like give you recommendations on games you want to check out and stuff because, oh, you like this game, well, maybe you might like this game and stuff like that. Would that be considered spyware? I'm, I don't know. That's just general That's just general analytics shit right there. Okay, then. I just, just want to make, I'm that's make sure because... That's thinking. just analytics. Okay. But, but here's... What's your thoughts on Richard um, Gildrick's... Um, thing on twitter and the clapback about, he just did about now in terms of epic games same in the industry if it is if it's any other ceo i would call bullshit but in turn but because of the methodology of the current ceo like what he stands for i could see that happening uh, epic games saving it despite the very bullshit way of uh, of them getting exclusivity by just buying the companies out just for time exclusives, right? I could actually see the uh, see Epic Games saving the gaming industry only because of the CEO. Had it been any other CEO, I would uh, I would say it's gonna kill it even further. Wait, you, you, wait, 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 X Force, you don't believe that or EA and Orgy could save the game? <laughs> I I'm sorry. I tried saying with a straight face. I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm now just... EA is like EA is oh, EA. Man. You re you re expect what's gonna happen from it? I really I swear to God, I try to say it with a straight face and I couldn't. I just couldn't. Now here's the thing. I actually did. I actually did uh, check uh, check out who the CEO is for the CEOs for Epic Games and the owner, all that all that kind of stuff. And he's actually using the money to save forces. Who okay. the fuck does that? He's actually he's actually doing all putting all the profits into environments in in the environment itself. Okay. So yeah. I would I would say he, this. I would say this. 
Tim Sweeney, look, like I said, I have I have a lot of respect for Tim Sweeney. I and I, I also agree. I think the way Epic Games wanted to try to get exclusivities is kinda uh okay fine. Bullshit. It's bullshit. I'm, I, I won't. That's your words, not mine. But yeah. I, hey, like I said, I've always I said this before. I've said this on multiple occasions. I don't want Steam to be the end all be all when it comes to buying games on PC. I never will have, never will. So I actually, and I do like the fact that Epic Games wants to bring it to them. Discord is slowly trying to bring it to Steam too, because in case you don't know, Discord has their own gaming store now, where you can buy. There are exclusive games that are gonna that are on Discord, like that one game that's kind of like um, uh, Dead by Daylight, but not Dead by Daylight. It's actually it actually looks really really cool. I can't remember the name of the game. But now the problem here's a problem right. with the Discord. Uh, it's actually just an add-on, not necessarily a, not necessarily a primary thing. That's uh, that's for Discord. The Discord is mainly just um, it's basically like a it's basically like a messenger system. Okay. You know what I mean? It's just that's their primary that's their primary, and the game store is just an opportunity to take advantage of uh, of their of their large user base there. Right. So you you know what I mean, right? No, I get what you mean. But so like, they're just take, they're just taking advantage of it. It's not necessarily they're not necessarily going to uh, change the world, basically. Yeah, because you can't change the world in one day. So, but unless I, like you're I God, said, I'll say I, ex, unless you're God, exactly. I'll say this though. I'll say this. When it comes to Richard um, Gildrick, I actually do appreciate the fact that he went in to support Epic Games and Tim Sweeney because, again, like I can tell you from from experience, there's no there. Epic Game Store does not give me any spyware on my computer. Okay, I can tell you that firsthand. Okay. All right. So, well, based on your based on your experience. Based on my experience, nothing has happened on my front when I got the Epic Game Store uh, installed onto my computer. Okay. I don't know about everyone else. I'm like I can't speak for everyone else because I'm just I'm just one nigga with a microphone with a, with a so small podcast. So you you can pre- you can pretty much confirm the part where uh, where there's no spyware. I have yet to confirm myself because you know me. I like to test things myself. Exactly. Even if even if people say it's good, like I want to test things myself. Exactly. Now, as for Steam front, I can confirm that, yeah, Steam will just gather all the information and just use and just use it basically. Right. So that one I can that one I can confirm. Right. For that part. But I do appreciate the fact that Richard did go into defense because again, there are plenty of people that like. There are plenty of people now when it comes to becoming a game who are quote unquote gamers who want to complain, who find like the new flavor of the month to complain about. Anthem, well, here's the problem. Yeah. Gamers are entitled as fuck. They're See, entitled. What, and partially, I don't blame them because if I'm pay, if I'm spending $60 for a game that like that I that you Dude, guys they, will, they don't but, care about quality sometimes. These care, uh, these care. They have uh, if they have what they want. Okay, look, we're not talking about Konami or Bethesda, or EA, we're not talking about Konami or EA right now. Okay, we're talking about in general. Should we feel entitled? I mean, in a sense, Dude. I can understand. Listen, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I can I, understand why people would say uh, gamers are entitled because they want this and want that. But there's a certain point where it's like these people are spending. 60 maybe a hundred dollars if we're if they're buying collections and stuff like that 
we should probably take it under our consideration under their our consideration to make sure we give them the best experience when it comes to video games keep in mind video games for uh for all intents and purposes are is another form of art well not in a comp not in a big company's eyes though like triple at least in a triple a space they just look for the easiest way to make money and the current trend loot boxes okay i wouldn't say that because look at look ubisoft's doing a pretty damn good job yeah but we're, we're talking about maximum profit not um, not necessarily we're talking about like maximum profit in this case in this context and we're gonna and we're gonna use ea for this one go ahead yeah we're gonna use ea for that one so here's the thing in terms of making profit the you already know that you already know that in terms of mobile games the most money they'll get is from microtransactions right and, and honestly and, mobile games are, are like the death of uh, would, would be the death and i'll be all death of the gaming industry well well not necessarily mobile gaming itself but the parts that the triple a again the triple a space is taking that's the dangerous part right. like we got loot boxes on even overwatch for christ's sake in yeah. fairness when it comes to overwatch though the loot box in Overwatch doesn't is... matter if it's just pro uh, cosmetics, though. In this particular context, loot how box so? Is Let's put it this way: it is exploiting on the ga um, the gambler mentality. Actually, even though it's not technically gambling, it is preying on that uh, on the behaviors of gamblers. Actually. Because people want to continuously buy loot boxes until they get that one skin. Yep, yep. That's the, it's that kind of, it's that kind of thing. On top, and they also put in all the effort just to make opening feel good. You know what I mean? Right. You, you know all the animations and such. It, it's it put they put in all the effort just to make the uh, just to make opening loot boxes feel good. That's the key. It's like it's it's like uh, pulling the lever in a slot machine, literally. In this one, right? No, I get what you, you mean, know, but yeah. But, but like I you said, get I mean. uh, like I said, do you feel entitled? I mean, yes. In, I, I think be, entitlement is both good and bad when it comes to the game. When it comes to being a gamer, because it really depends on what kind of entitlement. Yeah, because I'm like, if I'm paying sixty bucks for a game that that's been under, under my radar since you guys start talking about like production wise, like Battlefront. 2, Battlefront Two is a good example. Battlefront Two, I I tried defending that game because I got the I played the beta. I thought the game was fun, but then when you you mean to tell me that. The things that I try, I would be potentially unlocking, I have to spend hours upon hours upon hours upon hours upon hours to try to unlock. Like the whole, and I use Battlefront 2 as an example, new Battlefront 2, not old school Battlefront 2, because that was a cluster F in 2017. I'm pretty sure people to this day still talk about it. When it, com when it comes to how you poorly do loot boxes, Battlefront 2 is the perfect example of that. You get what I mean? Yeah, I get what you mean. But, yeah, but like I said, Richard, like, hey man, uh, Richard um, Gil Gildrick, I, I'm, I know I've butchered this man's name like three or four times now. Hey man, good for you for defending Epic Games. Um, and, 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 and I'll say it like this, the fact that this man has also worked, because this, this dude has a, a, a pretty impressive resume, so like, I, I, I can't I can't disrespect the clout he has. I mean, again, this man worked on Overwatch, for Christ's sake. And yeah, say what you want, but Overwatch, Overwatch's um, freaking um, loot box fiasco, but I'll say this, 
that game that game has made more money has brought in more people when it comes to uh e the esports um rank than any any of the other games i'm just saying like it is become overwatch has become a global phenomenon to say the least okay i'm done talking about that let's talk about something else let's talk about capcom so capcom this past week uh announced the capcom home arcade fight stick which oh is, boy which is a plug-in control a plug-in fight stick for two people which comes with 16 games and i'll let's tell them right now alien versus predator um capcom sports club um war uh, armored warriors 1944 captain commando cyberbots dark stalkers echo fighter yeah it's like it's echo fighters echo fighters yeah final fight um ghost and goblins uh giga wing Mega Man versus Power Battle, Super uh, Street Fighter 2 Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo, Street Fighter 2 Hyper Fighting, um, and a couple other games I'm, I can't pronounce. And the game that freaking stick is gonna be running about almost three hundred dollars. I think it's like two hundred and sixty in, in American uh, currency. That's not the be the jacked up part. I mean, it sounds cool on paper, but these are some of the games that we played one too many times and hopefully uh we can actually plug this thing into like a computer and like put more emulators on there and stuff like that that's not where this thing there's a lot of effery when it comes to this and i will let x-force explain some of it to the best of his knowledge go ahead x-force okay so where should i start with this one okay Long story short, they're using an emulator that is not supposed to be made for profit. By the li by license. And what they're doing, they're using the emulator that they're using an emulator that is uh, that's not intentionally to be made for profit. On top of that one, it's also based on May uh, on Main, which is basically the arcade uh, emulator as a, in general. I'm just giving you the general gist of it. And yeah. They're pretty much violating the license at the moment, if it's assuming all of it is true. So essentially, it's almost like what the Nintendo, the Super Nintendo, and PlayStation Classics were running on, correct? Well, obviously not the same emulator, but the same the same general gist of it, yes. Where they're where they're using emulators to run these ROMs and they're free emulators and they're charging free people like a hundred maybe two hundred dollars for it. Yep. Wow, that's awful. <laughs> that's. I mean, it'd be one thing if it's open source. It's nursing if they violate the license. Because what? open source is open source. Well, what's your thoughts on this? Because I, I, I honestly, I, I'll let you, I'll, I'll, t I'll give my two cents. But what's your thoughts, X Force? At this point, nothing surprises me anymore uh, in terms of controversies. Nothing surprises me anymore. Damn, that, that's it? <laughs> it's, what I mean is, it, I expected this to happen. That's you some expected sad shit for right this there. to happen? Yes. I expect all the bullshit to happen like that. I'm going to put it like this. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna wrap it up just like this. Why would I want to buy this stupid thing? Don't be wrong. It sounds cool, and it, dude, it'll make it'll make trying to uh, run some of these emulators and streaming them a whole hell of a lot easier. 
But why would I want to do that when why would I want to buy a thing like this? I mean, it sounds great and I can see someone only buying this and probably remodel or modding it to probably be like more like an arcade fight stick for two and stuff like that. But just buy an arcade, regular arcade stick. You don't need that. Or bullshit. just download Fightcade. Download Fightcade. I still have Fightcade on my computer. Our homie Arcadium, shouts to Arcadium, Arcadium Studios, they run all the, their Super Turbo tournaments on Fightcade. J just use Fightcade. Fightcade's based on main, by the way. Exa yeah, it is. It, it's, it's run by main, and it's like, what's the point? I would, why would you want to spend 260 bucks on a fight stick with only 16 games where you can find these ROMs on websites that I'm not going to say because I know since Nintendo cracked down on some of the emulators websites, Emu Paradise is forever gone, and I'm very, I'm still very sad about that. So, yeah, Emu Paradise is dead in terms of Nintendo games, by the way. It's still alive overall, but just not for Nintendo. I'm not gonna. I would not spend 260 bucks on this thing. I, I I'm not gonna lie because again, it looks cool, and if you were to tell me that I can mod the hell out of it by putting like other Capcom arcade games on there, then so be it. I'd be okay with it. Like it's on paper, it sounds great. But then when you look at the roster of games that's going to be on the Capcom Home Arcade stick, it's not, honestly, it's not worth it. Because I'm so tired, I'm, I'm tired of Street Fighter 2, I'm going I'm to say that right now, Street Fighter 2 at this moment, I don't want to play that game no more. I play Street Fighter 2 way too much, okay? No one should be asking, oh yay, Street Fighter, it's not even the good Street Fighter 2, it's hyper fighting. It's not Super Turbo, it's not New Challengers, it's just Hyper Street Fighter 2. That's it. That's all it is. Uh, Darkstalkers. I mean, I've been a big fan of Darkstalkers. I love that series. I and I really wish that Capcom would make a sequel, but unfortunately, it did not do well when it came to sales for the HD version of it. Uh, Mega Man. Uh, the Power Battle sounds pretty dope. Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. I mean, I'm just waiting for Capcom just to do a re uh, a mini uh, HD mini mix on the PS4. And Steam and every other console because it's all you can only find it on PS3, which is disappointing, and the 360. Captain Commando, Cyberbots. I mean, that's cool if you're a Marvel vs. Capcom fan. I mean, I guess that's okay. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm looking at this roster of games, and none of this impressed me. I mean, I think the only game I probably play would be Darkstalkers and Mega Man in the, the Power Battles because I never played the Power Battles growing up as a, as a kid. So yeah, like th there really is no need for. I mean, hey, but if you got two hundred and sixty to three hundred dollars and you want to ball out like that, by all means, do what you want to do with your money, bro. I, I can't. Uh, I want to move on. I want to move on to a little more happier news before we get into the serial news. So, GameStop might be might make it out of the woodwork. They might survive. GameStop is will now allow you to trade in your game for full credit. If returned within 48 hours, this is coming from The Verge. The new CEO of GameStop is now testing out a brand new policy where, let's say you were to, let's say you were to buy, um, let's say if you were to buy, what's the newest game that came out recently? Let's say you wanted to buy Anthem, okay? And Anthem's not that good, and Anthem, which it isn't, okay, right? Sadly, um, and you want to trade, and it's cost you 60 bucks. If you don't like the game. You have two days to not, you won't get your money back, but if there's a new game that's coming out, let's say Mortal Kombat 11, and that game costs 60 bucks too, that same amount of money, 
you paid for Anthem will be put into store credit and you can then buy you can then just grab Mortal Kombat 11 without even having to pay for it so honestly that's a win and I honestly would say that's a win in GameStop's um book because and hopefully if this does work and this does draw in more people to start going to GameStop then that's cool i actually do i actually think that'd be a pretty dope idea and it only work for physical copy games it's not gonna work for digital games you you're all this will only work if you bought a di a physical disc copy of the game so uh x-force real quick what's your thoughts on this um good move on their part it actually increases uh it actually increases uh customer confidence i'll say so that they pretty much need that one pretty bad just gaining the uh, customer's confidence as a whole this program actually goes into effect when um, the game Days Gone comes out uh, later this week. Uh, I'm, re I'm gonna read a little bit about this. The promotion window will apply only in the first week of the game's arrival, and GameStop will, speci will specify during various times which tiles are el eligible. Days Gone officially lands on April 26th, and customers will only be able to claim a full credit refund if they purchase the game between uh, April 25th to April 28th. If they don't love it, they can trade in the open item back to the store for full credit of $60. Tax not refundable. And the deal only applies to the standard edition physical version of the game, not the collector's edition. So if you get the collector's edition of any games, specifically Days Gone, you cannot get your refund back just like that. Oh well, what can you do? Like I, said, like I said, there really is it's, no point of buying collector's editions at this point unless it's actually going to be really, really lit. So I think. Well, let's put it this way: if you're going to, if you know you're going to play the game, like, if you know you're going to play the game, for uh, and you know you're going to love it, then you can get the collector's edition. Exactly. But is it is to go is a step in a good direction though. Right, and then I'll read a little bit from uh, Cheap Ass Gamer on Twitter. Uh, this is coming from him as well. Get, uh, GameStop to launch guaranteed to love a program. If you return the game within 48 hours of the game's launch, you get your money back in for form of trade-in credit. First game is days gone. If you hate it, bring it back within t uh, two days and get si your 60 bucks in trade-in credit back. But like I said, like, and I I'll agree with you on that. I think this is a great um, move for GameStop because GameStop has been struggling, and we we covered that in the last podcast where they lost a crap load of money during the fourth year of the fourth fiscal year and it was pretty bad um but if this gets GameStop out of the gutter just for long enough because we all know that um like physical gaming copies and stuff like that and stuff stores like GameStop are going to be going down soon but if this if this reduces the inevitable truth and if it reduces it and GameStop survives like another 10 years give or take then I'd be okay with it I think this program might potentially save GameStop for now hopefully when Days Gone comes out and people are not excited about it or people believe that the game's bland they can easily just get their money back so again win-win good job GameStop you you get a W GameStop yes for the first time GameStop gets a W they, they do something that actually does make sense to do so. I actually want to get actually you saw some Nerf guns in there I actually want to get Oh that. my god, you and these freaking Nerf guns actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was messing. Like, they're, they're overpriced. <laughs> they're overpriced from what it is. Unless honestly. you go to Marshalls. 
Oh god. <laughs> I was telling you about the marshals and such. But I know. That's why I but I'll tell you but I'll talk about uh after the podcast is done though. All right. And, yeah. and last but not least, and man, I do not want to talk about this. Oh, well, actually, no. Uh, before I talk about this, real quick. So I did... Did you check out the new uh, Star Wars Fallen Order trailer? The new game that Respawn Entertainment's doing? No, I have not. Okay. It is the first Respawn game that's going to be single player. That I think... I believe. It's going to be the first single player Star Wars game we've had in the longest... Wait, didn't he have exclusivity on the uh, Star Wars license? Well, yeah, the, the publishers, but Respawn Entertainment is developing the game. Keep in mind, Respawn, oh. are the guys who did Apex Legends and um. Oh, okay, Titan then, okay, that makes okay, uh, okay, then that makes sense then. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I will say this. I'll say this right now. The game has potential, but I've been let down by EA too many times. I'll wait until reviews come out. And, the game, and that game comes out, uh, I think, November 19th, give I, I believe. Remember, my... a 7 equals a seven equals mediocre. I'll take a 7. I honestly will take a 7. <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean. You know what I mean by yes, why, uh, the, score set, uh, the scores and such, right? Yes. <laughs> too much water, 7 out of 10. All right. Now let's get to the main the main course. Um, I'm not looking forward to talking about this. This really pisses me off. But uh, uh, so a cosplayer a, a cosplayer on Twitch was recently and by recently I mean six date I mean a few days ago a cosplayer was banned from Twitch after using blackface. This is coming from Fox News. Um, Kar- and uh, her name is uh Karoo Pups. Who is white, made, and put uh, put on a costume for Black Apex Legends character Lifeline, and had dyed her hair to match the character, which is fine. But ran into trouble when she started to apply thick brown makeup to match the character's skin tone. This was done on Twitch as well. The uh, Lithuanian uh, streamer drew done live, basically, right? Um, condemnation online for her antics. Uh, one Twitter um, person said it's fucking 2019. This is ridiculous. Advocacy black group, black girl gamers summed up the disbelief by saying, "What the? You know what?" While sharing a picture of the cosplay creation in progress, their followers were quick to respond with outrage. With many pointing out that it is perfectly acceptable to cosplay as a character of a different race, but that makeup crossed the line. Being black is in a costume. You can sw- you can wear what you want. At the end of the day, you can wash your off your face paint and never have to deal with any of the, uh, the real POC people have to deal with on a daily basis. And because of the outrage, she got banned from Twitch. She later deleted uh, the video from YouTube where her account is still active and posted a video attempting to explain her actions. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't want to read more about this because it might piss me off. Uh, I'm just going to chuck it up and say this. White people, or just people in general, not just white people, but for the, for this argument, for this right here, white people, where would you want? You want to cosplay as a character who's a person of color? Do it. We're not going to tell you what, who and who not to cosplay as. Where we draw the line as people of color, I don't care if it's blackface or yellowface, in general, where we cross the line is when you decide to apply makeup to yourself to, to match the skin tone. Please stop doing that. It is not cool. It is not funny at all. Please stop it. Okay? It has a bad history. It's had a bad history. 
It's 2019. I don't and I, I don't need you niggas who's gonna tell me that racism is over. No, racism is not over. Okay? It's gonna be forever, sadly. As much as we want racism to be over, it is as long as there's hate in the world, and as long as there are differences, racism is gonna keep on going. Perfect example. Look what happened in Sri Lanka. Rest in peace to the 270 people. By, 207 people, by the way. Look what happened. It was a, 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 you can call it a hate crime. You can call it a religious hate crime. Two hundred seven people died. Okay, I'm just I'm I'm just pointing it out right now. But in, in but in this sense right here, people in general stop doing it. Okay, people there are people in the world who are. Uh, how, how Let's put it this way: fear and ignorance. Fear and ignorance. That's going to cause pro major problems in general. I don't think she's well aware of what she has done, honestly. I don't know how she's not aware, well aware of what she's done. Do you know? <laughs> just because, okay. To be fair, okay, go people ahead. just people just shrug it under the rug every single time when it comes to actual issues that should be talked about, including in history class. I could say I could vouch for that one. They just shrug everything out of uh, under the rug for the ones Dead that ass, are supposed. Are you serious? Yep. I wish it was serious. Like the blackface stuff, they actually is actually a small part of history book. Just a little, just a small part. But it's even bit, but it has a bigger role in a music in a music history book, though. Yeah, obviously, uh, I mean, do we have to talk about Bojangles? Do we have to talk about any of that? The coon chicken in. I like. I don't want to get too political, but uh, but I'm like, I I think at one point is, we gotta show these people way. that. But let's put it this way: Why is blackface? Very controversial. Minstrel clubs, where they, where the white people, where the white people in this particular context actually paint themselves as uh, as black people, and then stereotyping what they are, basically. And this is during a time where black people are actually not treated very well. I would say, uh, not treated very well is the understatement of the year. But I, I get what you mean, X Force. Yeah, I just want to, I just want to just say that way, just so. I just, but overall, really bad history. It is not cool, and don't. And I'm not saying that just because. And let's put it this way: it's not just black people that got the cheapest. It's also Asians as well. Hey, uh, dude, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Do we? I, can I? Can I bring that up? Breakfast at Tiffany's, real quick. To make Why you not? Go for it. Okay, anyone, if you're not initiated, if y'all have not watched Breakfast at Tiffany's, first of all, I will say this right now: I love the book. I love the hell out of the movie. If there's one thing about that movie that that irks me, especially now, because I, I watched it as an adult. I never watched Breakfast at Tiffany's as a child. Mickey Rooney played Mr. Um, Tanahashi, or he, he was supposed, he, he played a Japanese uh, landlord to uh, for uh, to uh, Audrey Hepburn's character Holly Golightly. They yellow faced him. They made him look like a stereotypical Japanese man, even though he was a white a white man. Okay. I understand it was a different time. It was the 60s, okay? I completely understand that. But in context of now in 2019, people are going to look at that. They're like, bro, what the hell? Okay? This in it's particular, a, this is a well, what the hell. Well, if you take it in isolation, it doesn't seem bad. It's, it doesn't seem bad. But if you take it in the context of blackface, it could, it's a derivative of it. So it is what it is, though. Do For... I also, now, also, also, Aloha, Emma, Emma Stone was supposed to be playing a half Japanese woman. They ain't no. What the hell? Did you ever Why? watch that? 
Did you, you never see? Okay, real quick. Okay, okay. What? Okay, okay. okay. Hey, X Force. I don't think you've ever noticed, but a few years ago, Emma Stone, Emma Stone was in a movie called Aloha, where she's supposed to be playing a half Japanese woman. Soak it in real quick. Good thing I have. Good thing I have Slacky on me right now. <laughs> yes, Emma Stone what? was supposed to was supposed. We were supposed to believe that Emma Stone was half Japanese in the movie, yet we all know that girl is white. And again, again, I love me some Emma Stone. Don't get it twisted. I just honestly believe she should have been like, you know what? The paycheck ain't even worth it. I'm just saying, paycheck ain't worth it. Well, let's I'm put it this way. Now, let's let's put it on. Uh, let's put it honestly. For me, I can care less about everything, but it's just the fact that it's just the political the political implication. That just shakes my head. You know what I mean? Right. Because I, I see I see things in more in cause and effect, and what they're doing is causing massive problems. If that makes any sense. Right. But that's how I see things. Now in this situation, you take it personally because you're because you're black, right? Yes, I'm, I'm both black and Mexican. So, I, so like, but in, in your case, the... you take it personally. Yes, I do. I do yeah. take it personally. So Yeah. Other than but that, listen, I'll go ahead, go ahead. But I'm just gonna be I'm just gonna do that was advocate. It's not technically it's not you, even though and you can say it and you can say that you're just being a dumbass. You know what I mean? Right. You can just you can just think of it that way instead of it personalizing it. I can so, I, 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 I can and I would. I, I just think in in the context of what I saw and then she tried to explain to her, explain herself on why she did blackface, which is probably the same, which would have probably been the exact same thing, being like, you know, I just try, like she's my favorite character and stuff like that. That's fine and all, but bruh, again, there are plenty don't cause controversies. Yeah, like basically. I have, like, look, I have met people who are Caucasian. I have met people who are Asian who love them, who who some of their favorite characters are people of color, and they cosplay as them. I have seen. A guy, I've seen a white guy cosplay as Luke Cage. He didn't blackface at all, and he actually went as the original '70s Power Man Luke Cage with with, with the fro and the and the um little freaking um uh, tiara on his head and stuff like that. He didn't blackface at all. He said he just looked like Luke Cage, and and it was really really cool. I've seen a white guy dressed like Black Panther. He he didn't blackface himself. Matter of fact, he was in the black. But long Panther story costume. short, you don't need you don't need to go that low. Basically. Yeah. There are plenty but, of very talented ways to do a cosplay of a person of color if you are Caucasian. What about CGI? You see, we don't. We have not hit the technology standpoint where we can start no, CGI we could. faces. We haven't no, 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 yet. No, not, uh, they, if they haven't introduced it in America yet, x we can't do it. But, okay, let's put it this way. If you're, someone's acting, let, let's put it this way. If someone's acting, you can be a person of color. Like in terms of motion and mocap and such, and like let's put, and they already did it with Uncharted actually, and they did it with Ellen Page in that that freaking one string guitar movie. Yeah, pretty much. But that, but yeah, but would that be considered next level of black facing, or it's just considered remod uh, remodeling somebody? It's neither one, like, cause it's like, like what, like this. Troy Baker played every single voice in Metal Gear Solid. 5. Oh yeah. Troy Baker, I loved uh, that. Uh, he's an awesome voice actor. Okay, honestly. 
I would have gotten mad over the fact that Troy Baker's exact same voice was on black characters. But I'm like, you know what? It's voice acting. It's whatever. I don't give a it shit. It is what it I, is. I don't give a damn. But if we're talking about acting and stuff like that, or in this sense, you're co- co- costuming a character and stuff like that, then I have a problem with it. Well, let's move on because. Well, I have, that, was all, that was the only thing on my notes. But yeah. uh, I'll say I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna just I'm gonna chop it up and just say. People, don't be stupid, okay? It's one thing to dress up like someone, your favorite character. It's another when you try to match their skin tone, okay? But at the same time, though, how are you going to teach people which things are stupid if they're, if they're stupid themselves? You beat them over the head with them. <laughs> it's it's like know. learning mass. It's like learning mass, like the traditional way. Just right. just uh, just grind it until uh, until you actually get it, basically. Right. Uh, and uh, and uh, one more thing, white people stop stop black facing. So I have to stop black facing. Stop it's, yellow. It's not just it's not just stop black facing. Stop on, ye- no, yes it is. Stop black facing. Stop yellow facing. Stop brown facing. Stop red facing. Just don't do none of that. Just 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 get it out of your system. Don't do it no more. Please stop. Just don't do it. Okay. Because if you don't, your number of black friends to make sure you're not racist will now go up to three i'm saying and this is a reference to dear white people this is not this is not for real for real but you need three black friends now <laughs> i'm joking there yeah they're, they're, that's cool oh oh uh, here's one so there's a rumor about uh the playstation 5's price uh apparently the playstation 5 is going to be a hundred dollars more than the playstation 4 um we don't know too much about it this was just kind of um, this is just rumors around the internet. Um, I'm not. I'm gonna take it with a grain of salt because I just got my PS4. I'm not gonna buy a PS5 anytime soon. If it's if it does come out this year, so hopefully it doesn't come out this year. Hopefully it comes out like next year or so. And even if it does, I'm still not gonna buy it. Um, and the the disc free uh, Xbox One will be is potentially coming out next month. So. Oh yeah, I also forgot one thing. Joker released. Oh yeah, and for you Smash fans, uh, Joker, you Smash and Persona Five uh, fans, Joker is now officially in Smash. He's pretty freaking annoying. I will say that right now because I played X Force with him using Joker. I almost want to smack him in the face. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, I like using him. He's just, he's just really fun, honestly. I know, I know. But with that being said, yeah, guys, that's pretty much it. Yeah, thank you guys very much. This is episode seventy of the Struggle Gaming Podcast. X Force, you have the floor. What's your code stand for episode seventy? Go. Eh, it was all right. We mi- we missed what we missed sixty nine. You missed sixty nine. Myself, I know and I missed did. it. Yeah, I was trying to get Jen and, and CC and Karma in the show, but everyone was working that day. It'll be it'll be nice. If, you want know, to say that? It'll be nice if we get Boku, Boku, Kabuto and Jen in the in podcast. That'll be great. We'll get Boku. Well, well, I know Boku and Kabuto are gonna be. Um, him and I are gonna be doing phase two of, of the MCU this week. So uh, I might I'm probably going to be watching Age of Ultron tomorrow night. So Age of Ultron, right. man. So yeah, well, I got it. I gotta go. So, real, hold on, we're, so we're, yeah. we're almost done. My closing comment is: hopefully everyone had a great Easter. Um, once again, happy Easter for y'all listening to this. Um, or 
it right now on Sunday. Now, if you're listening to this later on, hopefully you did have a great Easter. And I'm going to go and watch Game of Thrones. So, there you have it. Um, and y'all know what to do. You should already know what to do at this point. You can email us at scrugglegamebookies at gmail.com. That's scrugglegamebookies at gmail.com. For your questions, comments, and services, invites, business, inquires. We love doing business with you and the folks who want to find us on Facebook and Twitter. Type in Scruggle Game. Bam! Scruggle Game is all up in your home. You can also find us on our YouTube page, Scruggle Game. You can find us on our mother base, sackle.com slash Scruggle Game. That's sackle.com slash Scruggle Game. For all episodes of the Scruggle Game podcast, Scruggle Launch, Scruggle Center presents, and Scruggle Club retrospective reviews. You want Now you want to get a hold of us. You want to prepare for time. Find your boy, Reckless Fox, on Twitter, Instagram, at the Reckless underscore Fox. Follow my YouTube page, Reckless underscore Fox, and find all my latest game content on Twitch.tv slash Reckless Fox. If I'm not holding down the South Tower region, flexing Geek Tower style, X-Force, where can they find you? You can find me at twitch.tv slash xforcegamer88. All right, and with all that being said, guys, thank you very much. This is episode 70 of Scroll Game Podcast. And as always, peace out, bless up, and keep, keep on wrecking things to one of And we bid you all in the do. Goodbye, and good night. Bang. Deuces.